Hello. So shake up my hot flamers and mix them with Doritos. Why all these people in my face want to be my ace, want to be my amigo? Talking about far back. What's up, Conroe? This is Corey DLG, and you're listening to Nerd Thug Sports right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister station. Then we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. All these are true and accurate statements. That's right. And hanging out with me as usual is little brother Nico. That is I. Is that is that you? Yeah. Is it you? Probably. Hello. It's me you're looking for. I um, can see it in your eyes. Man. They just did a new Doritos Chance the Rapper remix commercial with that song. Did Have they you, really? They did. Man, Chance the Rapper really stepping his game up on these Doritos commercials. He's he getting that Dorito money, man. He getting that Dorito money. If it was an option for me, I'd get that Dorito money. Uh, Yeah, I'd be okay with taking Dorito money. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. Right, yeah, see, I don't either. Uh, okay, I guess uh, we got lots to talk about today. There's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. Uh, there's all kinds of, uh, sports, sports, all, all sports, 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 all sorts of, it's like, it's a sports show or something. I know, right? Uh, we're definitely going to talk about NBA free agency. Oh, um, it's a, it's a big topic today. We got a little bit of the NFL, including, uh, news. It's, it's already creeping in. It is. Slowly. The it drip, is. the drip is coming. That's right. They saw the NBA the getting all that attention and they said, no, uh, we got a little bit. We're going to talk a little. Dallas Cowboys, uh, Zeke had his meeting with the league, Ooh. facing potential suspensions. Ooh. And uh, Adrian Peterson may already be broke. Already. 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 He played last season. <laughs> may already be I think he's even going to play this year. Still so may be broke. Um, that's going to be a yikes, dog. Yeah, that's a yikes. And then, obviously, we're going to talk some Women's World Cup. Uh, the match is set. They're going to be playing the Netherlands on Sunday. Oh, it's the big game, boys. Winner take all. Um, all that being Does said, that mean we win the world. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's exactly how that goes. All right. Uh, all that being said, what do you want to get to first? NBA free agency, Rockets, Women's World Cup, NFL. What do you think? Uh, I say we go Women's World Cup because it's the least surprising, I think, and it's more exciting. Okay. All right. Um, to me, the biggest drama surrounding that right now. Is that Megan Rapino uh, did not play at all in the match against on uh, uh, England on Tuesday? Tuesday on the match Tuesday, she didn't play at all against England um, because of a hamstring injury. Oh no! Um, hamstrings can take a, couple a little of weeks. bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she did. She was walking around uh, to celebrate and all that. So. Maybe it wasn't the serious one. Yeah, maybe. But it was enough to be like, I'm uncomfortable on this, so I'm going to sit it out. Yeah, okay. So well, let's do this before we get too too far into it. Let's let's first let's let's set the stage here. Sunday, ten AM Central Time on Fox. It's gonna be USA versus the Netherlands for the Women's World Cup. Um coming into this World Cup. A couple, uh, a quote from a few of the women's players was that this team was good enough to be the best two teams in the world. That this team was super deep. They felt like um, it's it's probably been a good thing because this whole World Cup, the there's been a, quite a few injury concerns for the U.S. team. Uh, Alex Morgan. For a couple of games, they were talking about how she was bruised up and banged up, and she hasn't looked great this World Cup since scoring three goals against Thailand in the 
13-0 route. Um, depth has been the U.S.'s, like, greatest asset. Kind of their, like, almost like a trump card where it's like, yeah, we have all these great players, but the fact that we can continue playing even post-injuries is what keeps them... Right, like that high tier. I mean, if you really, if you genuinely believe, and I, and I feel like, I feel like, they've proven that they did believe this, that they had the best two teams in the women's World Cup. Then, when people like Megan Rapinoe are not at a hundred percent, you don't have to play them. Right. Um, don't risk. Don't risk one of your best players on yeah, a gamble. If you can, if you can rest her for four days. Five days, even get her back for the World Cup, and she's a hundred percent ready to go. Then that's the way to do that, right? Because yeah. she has been like the engine that could. Before missing this game, she had two goals in the last two games, two goals each game, which is crazy. Yeah, that's that like is if insane. If you don't follow soccer, that's like entire. Yeah, some teams will score four goals the whole World Cup, right? Um, and Megan Rapino herself had four in two games. Um, overall, they didn't miss a beat though. Watching the England game without Megan Rapino, they still had the the early goal. You know, they've scored in the first ten or twelve minutes, I think, in I every think was, one of the games. Like, yeah, I think it was minute nine or something like that. Yeah, and so they've been hyper aggressive this World Cup. They go out there, they get the first one in, and there's a lot of countries whose style of play. Italy used to do this a lot. Uh where they would score an early goal and then sub into defensive mode and just spend the entire game defending a 1-0 lead. Um that was that's not the US the US women's team style. They score that first goal and then right. they want to spend the rest of the game on your half of the field. Yeah, they're just going to be in your grill the entire time because if they get cuz once you get a 2-0 lead in soccer a 2-0 lead is is devastating. It's like insurmountable it feels like and then once you get to a 13-0 lead, you're probably going to win the game. Um, <laughs> it, it's been it's been an intriguing World Cup for the U.S. team because there hasn't been a lot of drama. There hasn't been a lot of opportunity to be like, oh, you know, are they okay? This game was actually... Got a bit aggressive there. Well, it got very competitive. Uh, at one point, England scored uh, to tie up the game at two. They did. They went. They got up to two two off of a uh, off of a goal in play. But immediately uh, from the booth, there was talk of the offsides call. The ref goes to the to the screen, and it's super tight. But it but it is correct that she is offsides by the slimmest of margins. But my position at the time was if you if you're moving to instant replay, you're moving to instant replay for calls specifically like this. Yeah, you want to you want to make sure you're making the accurate call on the field, not because if it was like if it was like oh it was like a nanometer, but like when you're going to the instant replay and you're seeing it, and you're like, well that that that's obvious that it's there. Yeah, when you've got you know the ten cameras set up on the field and you've got nineteen angles. And they could put the digital line where the two defenders are, and then the other players slightly on the other side of it. That's offsides. That uh, is what offsides is. It's a hundred percent what it is. 
the the thing in the past has always been that if if it's not called live, it doesn't exist. But now that they're using the VAR, uh, that that gives them the opportunity to go back and go. You know what? This was really close, but she was offsides. And there was a penalty kick later in the game and that was super close. Like it was. I, no, I actually I don't think it was that close because the I actually I feel like the American goalkeeper read it pre kick. Because she dives. No, I, I'm not. I'm not talking about like the penalty kicking. So I'm talking about the penalty that. Oh, happened. the distance. Yeah. Yes, you're right. And also, I didn't even think the penalty was. was That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the penalty itself was was a was a bit. I thought it was suspect. Oh yeah. But the ball was like ten feet from the goal. You're right. the 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 penalty kick itself was was incredibly close to the goal. Uh, but yeah, the call there it was like um, it was like contact. But honestly. I didn't see a single angle where it definitively showed yeah. the U.S. player did right. make contact with the leg. Uh, and essentially what they were complaining about was that it, it, on some of the angles... It, it looked like the, the U.S. player ran into the The, the back of the, of the English player's leg, but it's like post-contact with the ball. Right. So to me, it doesn't affect the outcome of the play at all. But also, I didn't see a single shot where it was like, yes, she is definitely kicking her. Because some of the shots... It looks like there's no contact, and then some of the shots. It looks like it looks like they're very close to each other, but because of the angles, you don't you can't see really contact. You just see that they're over each other. Yeah, but they got a penalty kick and they they missed that one. So yeah, they missed it by him. I mean, our goalkeeper was amazing. She read it like she, a book. I mean, she's standing on the line waiting, waiting, waiting. And the second, the second she um, the English player touches the ball, she makes this hard dive right. Like she catches, she meets the ball well ahead of the goal. Yeah, uh, and it was funny because there's about 15 minutes left, 10 minutes left, somewhere in that range. Yeah, and uh, the U.S. women's like surround her and they're celebrating, and she's like, "All right," she's like stern faced. She's yeah. like, "Go down the field, get down like, there. We got a game to play." Uh, she was she was not about being happy. She was like, "We can be happy in about 15 minutes. Like, let's right. get this done." I like that. I, I think that was great. I thought that was a, a shows a lot of leadership on the field, but it also shows like. It's not enough to have great moments when your goal is to win the World Cup. Right. Uh, and this te- this women's team has not shied away from that. This women's team has not shied away from from saying that they were they are playing to win a World Cup. They're not playing to have a good showing. They're not playing for the respect of the men. They're not playing to show the country something. They They're are not- saying we are the best team in the world. And we are here to win a World Cup. Again. Again. Yeah. Yeah. The, I feel so bad for the women. The one thing that they are 100% better than the men at in this country, and it's soccer. Right. That sucks. <laughs> like, that sucks. Um, but it's funny because, like, it goes to show you the huge difference in talent that we have between the two because, like, the men's team didn't even make the World Cup, uh, the last World Cup. No, you're right. And the women's team has won it several times by this point. Yeah, and the and women's going team... going into the finals again. Right, and the women's team is like the earners of uh, U.S. Uh, men's soccer, or U.S. soccer. The U.S. soccer club, the women's team out-earns, out-draws, out-watches the men's team. Yeah, because apparently our men's team is gutter. <laughs> right. It hasn't been the same. And then, like, Alexi Lawless is up there doing, like, the uh, commentary and stuff. And it just reminds you, like, there was a moment when we 
we as a country cared about men's soccer, and that was a very brief moment. Very brief. Uh, all right, on that, we're going to jump out. When we come back, we got Adrian Peterson being broke. We got Cowboys talk. We got NBA free agency. Uh, we're even going to try and squeeze in some Rockets talk. We're going to be busy. This is Nerd Thug Sports. Hello. Shake up my hot flames and mix them with Doritos. Why all these people in my face want to be my ace, want to be my amigo? Talking about far back we go away. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Hello. What's up, Conroe? Welcome back to Nerd Thug Sports. This is Corey DLG, and uh, with me as always is little brother Nico. That is I. Oh, uh, oh yeah. uh, go ahead and tell everybody about Cox ATA. Cox ATA, they got two convenient locations. They got one in Magnolia and one in Conroe. Uh, they got all sorts of great, wonderful classes for you to take from a variety of age ranges. It's the middle of the summer. You got nothing to do, got nothing for the kids to do. Head on down to Cox ATA. Mention Nerd Thug Radio, get two free weeks of training. That's a ton of time. Fall in love with the programs, the people there. It's a wonderful place to go. I got all sorts of champions. So, you know, if you want, if you, you're, you're craving something, a martial art is the way to go. All right. Okay. Not a brownie, but martial arts. Martial arts. I like it. Give you some fulfillment, some discipline. I think a brownie could do that, too, but I still and like martial arts. Martial arts are pretty good, too. That's true. So visit Cox ATA, where they teach life skills. They build leaders. They leave. A legacy. Uh, all right. So what do you want to do here? You want to do NFL, NBA, or Rockets? Let's head to the uh, the free agency. This all is right. going to be exciting. This is, man. This is okay. So This is a fun, like... I, is it exciting? Is this your first free agency, really, to kind of get into and kind of follow the, yeah. the news a little bit? Yeah. It. This is one of the most exciting periods in sports to me because teams have made plans all year and in like the span of like a day, 30 hours, you see it all unfold. Uh, you see winners and losers and you see who who had good information, who had bad information, who who's a fool, who's not a fool. Um, where do you want to start here? What do you, what do you want to talk about first? I don't know. What are my options? I mean, all of it. All I mean, of all of it. <laughs> um, is there is there a particular signing that you were that you thought was like whoa? Uh, probably the Kevin Durant one was pretty like whoa. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, so a lot of people. So he opted out of Golden State. Yep. Uh, the thirty-one million dollar player option. Now everyone knew he was going to do that. That part wasn't new. The part that people were talking about was. Would he re-sign with Golden State for, I think, about $220 million for five years? Or would he take a deal from someone else for about 160 and change for four years? Um, he chose 160 and change for four years to go to the Nets. And then almost immediately after that, uh, Kyrie Irving also went. So, hmm, best way to tackle this. There's a bunch of people who the first thing they said was, why would he want to leave the Golden State Warriors? 
Um, so to some people, sports is all about only the championship, which is a it's a it's a fair measurement. Like we right, literally yeah. just talking about the women's team. We're talking about that's all they care about, and that is one hundred percent fair. But in the NBA, there's so many great players right now that the windows on winning titles is very small. If you remember two years ago when Kevin Durant signed with Golden State, it was like these guys could win four. They could win six of the next eight. They could win seven of the next ten maybe if they keep this team together. Blah But like the sky was the limit because Kevin Durant at, at 29 at the time has probably four or five years of like super high-quality basketball. And then Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and the other guys, like they were a deep, good prime of their career team they that in theory could have a, a, a crazy run slash reign now to be very clear they the two they the did. two years they had were amazing right uh they only win one title out of the two years so to some people it's like oh that's a disappointment uh, i promise you there are franchises that will give you everything to get the one title so shut up um right you tell me that our our dream team didn't last twenty years and win twenty one titles. Right, exactly. Um, so, the, uh, for some people, though, for him to willingly leave puts his quote unquote legacy into question. Let me tell you who those people are. Those are the same people who say Jordan's the best player ever because he has six titles, which is three more than LeBron, but it's still five less than Bill Russell. But Bill Russell doesn't count. Um, those are the same people who tell you Jordan's the greatest player in the history of the NBA. Uh, even though he quit three times on the same team, that was winning championships when he left. Um, they're going to tell you that Jordan's the best player in the in the history of the NBA, even though he came back for two years to write a bench in Washington behind no one. So they're the guys who only care about certain parts of a career, only care about certain parts of history. And to them, Kevin Durant leaving the Warriors is a sign that he's soft, that he doesn't care. Uh, but really, if you think about it, <coughs> he's, he's taking dead. less money to go to a worse team to win. So, soft? Right. Uh, selfish? Yeah, totally. Because um, taking less money to go to a worse team is selfish. The most selfish thing I've ever heard of. Right. It's obvious to me that KD is sensitive to fan opinion. Mm -hmm. And the fans, the fans have planted into the, the minds of the player that your legacy without a championship is worse. Well, your legacy without a championship is meaningless. Right. The modern NBA player, if they don't have a championship, what's the first thing they say to Charles Barkley? Oh, you don't have a ring, though. Still one of the top 50 best players of all time. Still one of the top 20 best players of all time. Still Charles freaking Barkley. Um, yeah, but we didn't win a title, though. Right, but where's his ring? Uh, and as much as I hate him, Carl Malone is like what fourth all time on the scoring list, third all time on the scoring list. Um, 
His place in the history of the NBA is secure. He didn't need a title. Now, having a title would have made him feel better, but what would it have done to his career? He still would have been a Hall of Famer. He still would have been an all-time player. He still would be in the record books. What what does the ring add to any of those things? Title, a, title, title appearances and wins. Right. Like, it, it's just an extra stat line on the plaque that's going to have a bunch of crazy stat lines anyway. Right. So get over it. So Kevin Durant goes to Golden State because he he feels like a ring puts that thing on his... He feels like without a ring, his resume is going to look incomplete later. So he went there, got his ring. Maybe and he could have gotten two, but he didn't. And so now for him, he can go wherever he wants and do whatever he wants, and he feels like when they write his story, they have to put NBA champion on it, so he's set. He's good. I don't think that's how it works. I don't think I don't think that that's relevant at all. But I also don't think Kevin Durant's story is going to be poorly told. No. Um I think the more interesting part of that story is the fact that the Nets are who got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and not the Knicks. Weren't they in talks for ages about this? The Knicks have been saying quietly out loud for a year and a half that they were going to have a great 2019 free agency. For about a year and a half, they've been, without saying the name Kevin Durant, have been saying, we're going to sign Kevin Durant. Not only did they not sign Kevin Durant, dummy move number one, they didn't even offer him a max deal. Nice. So when he blew his Achilles, uh, a couple of people, a couple of my buddies online were like, oh man, he just cost himself tens of millions of dollars. And I said, no, he didn't. Well, yeah, he's fine. He'll, he'll be fine. There there are, I said, there are probably five teams in the NBA that will that will call him tomorrow during the playoffs and still offer him a max deal. Um, I think we, yeah, we talked about this last, yeah. last time. We we're like, it didn't matter. It didn't like, matter. Would I personally do that? No. No. But. It's people will do it because it's Kevin Durant. It's Kevin Durant. He's a top five, top seven player in the NBA pre-Achilles. He'll probably be a top 15, top 20 player post-Achilles. Oh, no. And the reality is those guys just don't come up that often. And then the other reality is Kevin Durant is a big deal. Um, and so there's almost it's almost like there's no wrong answer on that quiz Give him the money. Don't give him the money. Right. Unless you're the Knicks. If you're the Knicks and it comes out that you didn't offer him the max, you were trying to be smart about something. Let's be clear. The Knicks haven't been smart about anything since, like, 1982. Right. Uh, my entire life, they have one finals appearance. It's pretty bad. And and they have been the king of some stupid contracts. The Knicks have made a lot of people... 50 millionaires, 60 millionaires, like... For no reason. <laughs> people that in the anywhere else in the NBA would be on the 12th, 13th, 14th. These would be people wearing suits, not uniforms, for most seasons for most teams. We're getting $40 million from the Knicks. Uh, so the idea that all of a sudden the Knicks are going to tell Kevin Durant that he's not going to get a max deal. Yeah, like Kevin Durant is the guy you go all or nothing in. We yeah. either, you either don't offer him anything cuz you're not going to you're not you don't want to pay that much or you offer him the max deal cuz he's Kevin Durant. 
So Kevin Durant's people allegedly told the Knicks when they called about getting a meeting, they said, if you're not going to offer a max deal, don't schedule a meeting because we will laugh at you and then leave. And it will be very short and people will know that. Because this stuff all gets out. Yeah. So instead, the Knicks <laughs> literally flew to L.A. instead of going to see him and scheduled a meeting with someone else and then signed someone else because they weren't prepared to offer him the max post-Achilles. Yeah. What, what did they think? What did they, what did they think was going to happen? I don't know. I really don't know. I, I almost feel like the Knicks are the... Uh, the Knicks are the ugly girl on social media who posts all the time about how bad she is and how great she is and how anyone would be lucky to have her, but she's been single the whole time you've known her, and you're like, who does she think? Right, she's talking about this game that she clearly doesn't have. Exactly, like, who does, who, who exactly? And then you find out that it's a very, very badly attempted... Yeah. Like I saw, I saw Ryan Gosling at a bar one time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I, I stared at him from across the room. I s- bought a drink in secret and then left the room. Like, exactly, like that exact thing. I waved at him as he walked out, and I think he saw me. Right, as he left with a supermodel. <laughs> right, and that's like their claim to. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty accurate. Um, I think Ryan Gosling's married. I think that was a bad example. No, I mean it was good. It was that makes it even better. Honestly. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I don't know who the Knicks think they are in this scenario where they're like, Kevin Durant, you need us. Right. You <laughs> clearly you clearly need all this money after you opted out of a better deal from your home team. So much more money. And you know, but you know what's interesting is that that contract is designed, they call it like the home team advantage kind of. Only your home team can offer you that particular extension contract scenario. The fifth year, the extra money every year. It winds up being less than $60 million, but it's like, it's like 50 and some change more than the next biggest offer can be. And on, no. on television, several former NBA players have said, if you want to leave a city, $50 million over five years is not a worthy incentive to stay. And over and over this particular free agency period, that was proven. Yep. Um, real quick before we get out of here. L.A. or Toronto, where do you think Kawhi Leonard goes? I think L.A. I, I don't understand how he doesn't. Like, to even just be able to play with LeBron James in his prime, and like, because he's only going to get older from here, right? Yeah. this He's is, only going to get worse. Yeah, I would say he's post-prime, but still great. Yeah, he's still a fantastic But, this, but the window is closing on LeBron James physically, yes. I if four years from now we're still talking about a LeBron James who averages 27 and, and 6, I would be very impressed by that. Uh, four years from now, I suspect that LeBron James will be a 30-minute-a-night, 12... Hangs out with his son. 12, 3, and 3 kind of guy. Man, if his son... First of all, if his son even is draft-capable, the Lakers will take him. 100%. If he's just one of the 80 names eligible for the draft, the Lakers will take him first round that year. Yeah. Unless sure. unless the New Orleans has that pick. Oof. Oof. Um, but, yeah, no, I, 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 at this point I also think it's L.A. If it was going to be Toronto, I don't know why he would take the meetings. Right. I think he's going to be Toronto's hero and then leave them. Well, I, yeah, listen, I got you a championship. Now I'm going to go do my own thing. Right. Like, he can be your unsung hero that is now left on another journey. Plus, if you're going to play in L.A., like LeBron just, James just and Anthony Davis. Right. Like, that team's going to be balling. 
And then on top of that, there's all these guys floating around right now who are unsigned that'll that are probably veteran minimum options for it. Like if someone comes to you and goes, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James need guys for their roster. There's probably some guys that'll show up just to be there. Well, Kyle Kuzma got bought out um, post his trade. There's a bunch of shooters and stuff that are that are out there. Jared Dudley, guys like that, who for one year can come in and, and yeah, just, just take it to the just take it. Yeah, there's no reason there's no reason they wouldn't want to. All right, we're over here. We're gonna jump out. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Sports coming your way. It's summer, and if there's one thing that people know in Texas is air conditioning is very important. If they're having any issues or want to have their units serviced or try to save money getting their units serviced, one option to call is Ferruja Mechanical. Ferruja Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding areas since 1959, and they specialize in heating and cooling repair, system replacements, planned maintenance, and indoor air quality. Make sure to ask about buying the planned maintenance, which comes with two tune-ups, 15% off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment within 24 hours. Interested parties should call 281-259-3367, 281-259-3367, Ferruja Mechanical, 281-259-3367. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well, and I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Hello. What's up, Conroe? This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Sports, and you're hanging out right here on, uh, I, you know, we haven't even said it yet, Happy Fourth of July. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Independence Day. Thanks get for coming your, and hanging out with us. Get your barbecues in the rain. Get your hot dog on. Uh, yeah, hopefully it's not raining where you're at. It looks like it's it's kind of an ugly day today, but uh, hopefully you, know, you get some, some you know good what? old American explosions in there. How ugly of a day is it if it ends in American independence? It's ugly for the British. That's a fair point. They also lost the World Cup. You right. They're not even going to it. You right, you right. Suck it. How crazy is it like that 4th of July weekend is also a women's national team playing for the Women's World Cup? Right. Super American independence. I mean, if they win, they should just make Paris be American for the day. I mean, we wouldn't keep them because we don't want them. Yeah. We just want the Eiffel Tower for a little bit. Yeah. For like an hour. Yeah. Hour and a half. Yeah. We don't need it for that long. Right. All right, let me uh, let me tell you about uh, our friends Ferruja Mechanical here. It's summer, like we're just talking about. And if there's one thing obvious in Texas, it's you're not going without air conditioning in this heat. So if your old outdated system is having issues or if you just want to have it uh, serviced for the summer, the trusted name to call is Ferruja Mechanical. Ferruja Mechanical has been serving Houston and the surrounding area since 1959, and they specialize in heating and cooling repair, system replacements, planned maintenance, and indoor air quality. Make sure to ask about buying the planned maintenance package, which comes with two tune-ups, 15% off repairs or replacements, and a guaranteed appointment within 24 hours. So call 281-259-3367, 281-259-3367. That's Veruja Mechanical at 281-259-3367. Nice. Yeah. Uh, man, it is hot out there. I know, right? Even when it, like, hey, it rained, and it's like you walk outside, and you're That's already worse. sweating bullets. And you're like, How's this worse? It's humid. It's because your sweat doesn't work. That's why humidity sucks. Your sweat doesn't what? Yeah. So like, oh, it doesn't body. work against humidity. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. I was like, bro, I don't know about you, but when I sweat my fat butt, I am certainly cool though. 
but I'm always cool, so you know. Well, like the way your body cools is it like it it cools you off with the water because it like the air carries it. Right. But, like when it's humid. Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't do anything. It doesn't work. All the water's everywhere, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> also, sometimes there's just no wind, and then right. you're just sitting there. You're just dumping water through your skin. <laughs> cool them off. This, those are the worst. When you're when you're literally like wet, like dripping, and there's no breeze. Yeah, you're just dying. That's just you're just your body kicking water out and trying yeah. to save you, but it's not working. <laughs> and then you're like, man, so thirsty. It's because you're pouring like a gallon of water out through your shirt. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I drink the water. I put it in my body, and my body kicks it out of me. It's like a bad tenant. Right. Speaking of bad tenants, I got a good story here. All right. This is uh, we're gonna do some NFL real quick here. Some, um, some NFL right fast. Yeah, not a lot here. Um, I'm gonna read just a little bit from the article, just so I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I'll let ESPN besmirch him, not me. All right. Um, Quoting. According to ESPN Magazine, Washington, or according to ESPN.com, Washington Redskins running back Adrian Peterson has been ordered to pay nearly $2.4 million. This is what I don't understand. It's to a lending service after he defaulted on a loan. Um, That's not a good sign. No, it's not. Uh, Essentially, he he did not pay the balance of a $4 million loan he took out in April of 2016. So there's all these predatory lending companies who prey on athletes. Listen to the terms of this deal, and then you've got to wonder, like, again, who is giving this person advice? I always come back to that. Yeah. Uh, according to court documents, the loan carried a 15% interest rate. Whoa. 15% on a $4, Four million, million dollar loan. Jeez. I mean, that's, on a million dollar loan, that's 150 grand. That's 600 thousand dollars in interest but when peterson <laughs> when peterson did not make the first repayment of two hundred thousand dollars right the interest rate jumped to 23 percent oh my god <laughs> the loan was due in february uh <laughs> this article says 2108 i'm gonna assume they mean 2018 um <laughs> i hope it's not i hope it's due in 2108 I got quite a while. Yeah, suddenly his advi- his team gave him great advice. Sign that loan that's not due until 100 years from now. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. They'll never I'll, see that. I'll be I dead. Know, the interest on that. <laughs> the interest is going to be crazy, but four he'll... Million dollars, $4 million, <laughs> come back 100 years later and sack. But as an NFL player, he'd have died at the age of like 62, so this 100-year loan is really not his problem. <laughs> um... That was mean, but it's accurate. Sadly, uh, it was not. Re- yeah, I don't have any. The company did receive one point six five million. Uh, listen to this: they received one point six five million pay a uh, million dollars uh, payment in July of the of twenty eighteen after properties in Rhode Island that were used as collateral were sold, and then a payment of fifty grand was made in December. Cool. Your payments are two hundred and fifty. Adrian Peterson's got to be just bleeding money. It sounds like it is. This one right. loan kill him. Anyway, he was uh, ordered by by the courts to pay two point four million dollars on June twelfth. Well, you want to you want to guess his career earnings in twelve seasons? Keep in mind, he's probably one of the best running backs the NFL's ever seen. I have no idea. Probably, I don't know. Ninety nine million dollars. Okay. Uh, two point four shouldn't be too low. I mean, that's just yeah. It should be. It should be doable, right? 
probably why they get so a $4 between, million dollar loan. <coughs> between defaulting, s- selling his properties. Right. Uh, so between between 99, okay, between an agent, manager, and taxes. He, if it was he should probably have like 35 to 40 million. Right, I was going to say like. Over he, 12 years. Right, he should have a, a minimum of half, probably. Maybe a little less. Well, okay, so taxes, and then you're giving 10% to like two or three people. So on $99 million, that's that's just career earnings. Yeah, that's outside of any deals you would have had outside Any of endorsements it. and stuff. So there's the predatory lenders, though. The NBA, the the athlete is one of their favorite targets. Vince Young famously had a default on a like a crazy high interest loan. Uh, and essentially, because they only get paid a few months out of the year, a lot of them don't cash manage properly. And so Yeah, they ball out and then they're like, Oh, you don't have infinity money? Right. And so they're it's not a matter of net worth, it's a matter of liquidity, right? Like they don't have the cash to finance literally their off season. Because they've 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 lived so lavishly during the season. Like I said, there are NBA players that sports writers have made the comment, you know, without naming names, that have lived paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. So imagine what what do those people do to get through the off season? So they take these loans, and even though these guys probably clean up their credit and probably have good credit at the start of their NBA or NFL careers, they don't maintain it. Uh, and they and they also don't usually build strong relationships with banks, um, because of just the different lifestyle that they do. Banks don't like people who are so cash heavy, and tons of players. Allen Iverson once famously in his mansion would just have trash bags full of money. Nice. Trash bags, nice, full of cash. Banks don't want that. They don't want that guy as a client. That's crazy. That's just crazy talk. They can't count on that person. So while they would love to have his $30 million in an account, if he just can randomly walk in one day and go, hey, I need $2 million, I'm going to roll to Vegas and get weird tonight. They're not prepared to give him that kind of cash. So these predatory lenders slide right in. And 15% interest on a $4 million loan. Anyone who went to, anyone who thinks they're an entrepreneur in business Think knows that Adrian Peterson got killed by about twelve points. Yeah, think about a home loan that's like two hundred thousand, and you you get mad about the one and a half percent interest rate that you're fighting over with the with the with the lending company. It's real bad when they come back with four four and a half, and you're like, "Uh, can we bring this down to three? And they're like, "The best we can do is four and a quarter." This guy signed a four million dollar loan with a fifteen percent interest rate. That's such an insane amount, like, because you don't even think about it, but like, especially if it's a compound interest, like, it's just gonna, it's just gonna climb so it's quickly. N- it's never gonna stop. Right. It's never gonna stop. Like, unless you just slap down four million dollars, you're never gonna get out of it. <laughs> never. You'll never be free of that. That's insanity. It's brutal. And the fact that it got worse, it went all the way up to twenty three. <laughs> like. <laughs> Just, you know, casually, like, hey, I know we've been talking. Like, I know you owe me a couple bucks, but, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to charge, like, 8% more interest. Listen, you missed a payment, so we're going to make it way worse for you. Hey, thanks, buddy. <laughs> right. Uh, we're up against it here, but uh, I always want to comment on this because I know that there's people in Houston who like the Dallas Cowboys because they have no taste. They just have zero taste. They have absolutely 
no taste. Uh, but uh, Zeke Williams, who is under the player conduct policy because he's had issues in the past, including so he's already been suspended before for being for getting in trouble for being stupid. Uh, he was in Vegas and there was a little bit of an incident where he got like pseudo physical with a guy. Uh, there was somebody in. There was somebody in. <laughs> Bumped myself. Just headbutt the microphone. Uh. There was somebody. Security was like he was at a music festival of some kind, and there was security who was trying to keep him from going somewhere or do something. Allegedly, there's a there's a girl involved. I'm not going to try and explain the details, uh, but essentially Zeke like body pushes the guy over, and it's on film. So of course the NFL brought him in and interviewed him, and a bunch of people were like, "He better not get suspended." Here's the thing. He's under the player conduct policy at this point. They can do whatever they want to him at that point. Right. That's his fault. That's what the NFL has established with the player conduct policy, that we can do whatever we want. Now, granted, the NFL's proven themselves to be incredibly hypocritical when it comes to their position on disciplining players for different things. However. It still exists. It's still there. And once you're under the purview of it, they're going to do whatever they want to you. Whatever they want. Um... He wound up not getting suspended, but a bunch of people were, like, holding their breath and being like, they better not, they better not do that to my boy. Also, under the news of not suspended, still eligible to play as of right now, uh, Hill of the Chiefs, the wide receiver who... Yeah, kill a guy. uh, Threatened his baby mama with violence, and she recorded him doing it after allegedly the kid's arm was broken, and she tried to... She basically was like, your own son's afraid of you because you broke his arm. And his reply was, you should be too. Um, the uh, Allegedly, the criminal investigation is over. They've the And the CPS investigation is also over and nothing resulted from it. Uh, and he is not under the NFL player conduct policy. So I don't expect anything to happen to him. And I think the Chiefs are going to be just fine. And I think they're going to play him week one. Start up. You know, because we believe in consequences here at the NFL. Well, but the uh, look, we don't have enough time to get into it. I I know, but I just want to say this: if you if you're not arrested, if you're not charged, and then and this sounds bad, but there's also not a video. Like, if there's not one of those three categories of element, like it's hard to prove anything. What are you going to suspend them for? Right, there's nothing there. It and and, it and looks, it's not that it's it, and it's it not that it's bad. good. It, it, yeah. it is bad. It's one hundred percent bad because I do believe I one hundred percent personally believe that he probably did break his son's arm. I'm not going to get into the position of whether or not he actually did it. No one can tell us that because the people involved have all been quiet. But the police didn't arrest him. CPS didn't do anything, and I don't think there's there's footage of it. So the NFL's not going to do anything. Right, because no one else can. Right, and exactly. Because no one else did, the NFL won't either. Um, and and I, I don't think that's okay, but I think that's the right way to do that. Yeah, because then you get into the thing of like, well, this person looks bad, and well, this thing looks terrible. Right, exactly. So it, it just be- then becomes he said... Whatever that right, is. yeah. Uh, you know, Johnny Manziel famously had an ex-girlfriend come forward and just straight up lie. And Johnny Manziel, I think, had to produce the text messages and all sorts of stuff. So, we understand. We don't like it, but it's 
the fact that you it's the truth we have to live by. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if if legally there are no repercussions, then then we can't do anything. Yeah, I, it's not fun. But yeah, yes. All right, we're gonna jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Sports coming your way. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Hello. Welcome back, Conroe. This is Nerd Thug Sports on 104.5, 106.1, and streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with Corey DLG on this Independence Day. And with me, as usual, is little brother Nico. True. All right. Uh, real quick before we get into anything here, uh, let me tell you guys about it. The Adventure Begins in Conroe on 1488. Um, we're going to be there starting July 26th, I believe, is the Friday we begin our... That's the day I turned 21. Oh, nice. So come say happy birthday to Nico. Come hang out with us. We're going to be playing... That's We're going to launch our Hero Clicks event at that point. Um, this particular weekend, though, they got Magic the Gathering going on Saturday, um, July 6th. Come celebrate the imminent release of the new Magic the Gathering Corset 2020 with the $25 sealed standard tournament and some other stuff going on. It's going to be from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, and then also on Sunday, they got um, from 4 to 8, they're doing a monthly miniature painting. So every month, once a month, they're going to get together and paint some miniatures. That's cool. Get some techniques. Well, it's always fun to do like the little paint party. Because like, the one thing about painting that's kind of boring is you sit by yourself and you paint. We'll bring them up here, come hang out with them. A bunch of you guys paintings. can all sit together and paint. Right. Uh, and then also Adventurers League is the official Dungeons and Dragons League, and the semi-monthly, so twice a month, the semi-monthly session from four to eight p.m. is this Sunday. Nice. So you come hang out. You get your official D and D on. You get to hang out with the Adventure Begins crew, who is awesome. And then, um, yeah, you might you might even see us there. Uh, this month, the House of X and Powers of Ten come out, so I'll be the stopping in there to be sure to pick those up. Plus, we'll be doing the Hero Click stuff. It's gonna be a grand old time. It is gonna be a grand old time. So come hang out. The adventure begins with us right there on fourteen eighty eight. The adventure begins. Comics, games, and more, uh, where cool stuff happens. It's an accurate statement. It is an accurate statement. We don't have a ton of time here, but I do want to touch on the idea how the Rockets missed on all these things that they were hoping to do. The Jimmy Butler thing apparently was never even an option. The day before free agency was scheduled to start, he flew down to Miami. Oh, that was not happening. And he he told Philadelphia, figure it out because I want to be here. And Philly was like, we'll give you the five-year max deal. And he said, great, thanks, appreciate it. Want to be here in Miami. So we were never even in the running for that. I don't know. Mm. I don't know why that was public. I don't know what the deal was. And then the other idea that we were going to find like trade suitors to take the salaries that we needed to get rid of to take on Jimmy Butler's contract, inaccurate. And all that did actually was probably stir the pot with our team because Eric Gordon is a little bit sensitive. Clint Capella is a little sensitive as well. Um, so they've hurt the team morale, basically. 
Yeah, and P.J. Tucker, you know, has been great for us. I, I do think this, though. Everyone knows it's a business. Yeah, and, like, we understand your feelings are hurt, but also that also means that, like, you're you're also you're physically worth something like yeah. to these teams. Yeah, it's a compliment to your value that other teams would be willing to do stuff for you. Right, if they, have to, trade, you. If they have to trade six guys from the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, you always hear, like, players like, oh, I can't believe they want to trade me. And it's like, well, are you Jimmy Butler? Because if you're not, then yes, you, like, if we can upgrade our roster by moving you. But if you're an athlete, you also have to believe that you're the best. And I get that right, part of it. Right, yeah. You, uh, also have to, you also have to be realistic with yourself and know that you're not, like, unless you are the best. Yeah, unless you are Jimmy Butler, then then you don't, like, if you're if you're Eric Gordon and you hear that the Rockets might move you to make room for Jimmy Butler, you shouldn't be mad about that. You should just be like, man, I you know. I hope I, I hope my career goes well and I yeah. can continue playing good yeah. basketball. Or maybe you call maybe you call Daryl Morey and you say, hey, don't you guys want to trade PJ instead? But <laughs> right, like, you're like, hey, I know, I know, I know, I'm not the only option on the table. <laughs> yeah. but can I be the one that's changed? Yeah, I, I'd like to stay, um, but instead, but Clint Capella though apparently. I heard this on the radio the other day, and I had never heard this, so I don't know the veracity of this. Uh, veracity. Got his car like torn up, destroyed apparently by haters after the season ended this year. That that would make me more mad than the trade thing. I think it, I think if I, I think that would that would make me want to leave. Yeah, if I come out and my car's messed up, and then later on in the in the month I hear I might be traded. Great. I don't want to be in the city. I just got beat up and my trade, car got trashed. Trade me. Like, if someone's blowing my car up and destroying it and doing all stuff because they're not happy how the season ended, do you think I'm happy how the season ended? I actually play. I actually get a ring if we win. Right. I'm I'm on this line, too. And I, right. my car gets destroyed. This is the thanks I get for putting up a seat to get us to this point. Right. Now I got to take out my high-interest loan to repay, replace the car. I got to take out a 75, 75% interest loan. I got to pay somebody $2 million for my $600,000 car. Right. Oh, it's the math on that just like hurts right threw up in my mouth a little. Um, Nico pointed out during the break that we forgot to get to one little tidbit about we Kevin have like Durant. Thirty seconds. Kevin Durant going to the Nets. Uh, Brian Windhorst said this on ESPN during the free agency special, and when he said it, I was like, if this was known, how come like everyone no should have known yeah. this? Uh, the the doctor who did the surgery on Kevin Durant's torn Achilles is the team doctor for the Nets. So there's an NBA rule called tampering, where the teams aren't allowed to compliment and and like entice NBA players to come to their franchises. Pretty sure some, fixing someone's Achilles is a uh, little enticing. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that that sounds more like tampering than compliments and tweets. I'll fix your body for you. Uh, also, if that had, if if anyone had known that publicly, like if the story had been Nets doctor fixes Kevin Durant, then no one would then no one would have even thought that the Knicks and the Lakers and in Washington and anyone else was even in the mix. Right. Uh. All right. Well, that's all. That's all of it for us today. I, happy Fourth of July. Thank you for listening to Nerd Thug Sports. Tune in tomorrow for Nerd Thug Radio. Podcast drops at 6.01 p.m. today, so when you're still sitting around waiting on fireworks, you can listen to us again. Uh, for Nico and for me, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Hello.
to shake up my hot flamings and mix them with Doritos. Why all these people in my face wanna be my ace, wanna be my amigo? Talking about far back we go. Away.